0: Yes, everyone. Welcome back to Two Gs in a Pod, episode four today, which is things I tell my sixteen-year-old self. God, throwback, throwback. Now we haven't we haven't been together for ages. Two weeks we've been apart, isn't it, G? God,
1: I was literally I've lost my right arm. It was hanging off. Oh, I literally no. was like, uh, "Hello, is have you got a new best friend?" Because. <laughs> i haven't heard
0: from you in two bloody weeks <laughs> two weeks two weekings <laughs> yeah i was in Rhodes, bitches loving my life with my mum. absolutely hooning there it was so good Gr-hooning. Gr-hooning.
1: i've been here sweating
0: balls it's fucking hot working with it. the
1: little kids at school and fucking love it honestly best job ever Best job in the world. If it earned money, good money, decent money, enough money to fulfil my high expectations, it would be
0: my dream job. You can't really buy a yacht and be a TA, can you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm living. Got yacht on finance.
1: (laughs) No, honestly, it's the best. But yeah, other than that, I've just been chilling
0: to be honest, which I never do. And it's been so I lush. Know. This weather, literally, it makes me happy. Like coming back from holiday, I finally felt like myself, like I was grounded. I was in touch with my body, in touch with nature. I'd had a really lush time. Like got really deep with my mum, you know, and finally after a shitty winter, cause it's felt like the longest winter ever. The worst. We're back. Yeah. And of course you went to Marbella, so you're lovely and brown too.
1: Oh yeah, I reset myself. It was a fucking shit year, and
0: now we're gonna have the best year just to top it off. Come on, baby. So I've got a bit of goss. I haven't told Georgia this yet. Drop the goss. Drop the goss. So, um, Mister Lemon Curd, (laughs) he sent me a DM, and he said, "Oh, come on, Lemon Curd," he said, and he's being deadly serious what um when are we going to get in a studio and make a lemon curd tune oh yeah and um we uh,
1: was at Boulder festival and he turns around to me and he was like if you
0: buy me x y and z then i'll fucking make a lemon curd tune with yeah, you yeah we'll put we'll put that in the tiktok he literally he's been deadly serious He was like um so have you got a studio then or like you can um borrow my cousin's mic or something being dead serious you going to do it oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna see this and think Bitch. oh oh he's not no yeah i thought i saw him in the street the other day he's a legend Wasn't he's him. called uncle cavo or something
1: yeah <laughs> no his instagram is best uncle yeah
0: best uncle cavo or some shit i like know that. so that's my bit of goss but let's just jump straight into I it i can't lie you picked it up <laughs> yeah what i thought it was, well, be thought was really that. funny okay <laughs> it was funny it would have been better if i could read it from my phone but i'm recording aren't i yeah but you're not gonna do it are you Well well, I might do Well I will now I will now Yeah I do It'll be jokes I know So I actually Whilst I was in Rose I sat with my mum And I in fact Interviewed her And I said What would you tell Your 16 year old self We got pretty deep Shall I hit you with it Come on Want to hear about Sarah So crumbs let let me give you a bit of background on my mum she is literally the most gorgeous person i've ever met but she has suffered quite a lot of abuse um and now she's like a completely different person she was a bit alcohol dependent but you know aren't we all yeah and she she's gone through a lot and now she's like a total hippie and she has my stepdad who looks after her and he's actually a star. So this is what Sarah Harper said she'd tell her 16-year-old self. I feel like I'm reading a bedtime story. <laughs> <laughs> so, number one, you don't need anyone to look after you. Stop waiting for people to say you're great. Know it. And that's a validation thing. That's like, I have that validation insecurity, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, I do love your body right now because by telling your body it's shit it's making it behave like shit don't worry too much about your career just do what you want and enjoy it don't let men choose you you choose the man you want which I love she said like in the past she's gone out with like mediocre guys and she had been like oh, okay like if they they obviously want me so I'll settle for them Whereas she's saying, if you really think someone's a sort, go out and get them. Yeah. Agreed? Yeah. Um, instead, go out and approach them. Yeah, we said that. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't eat.
1: I know. I really want to mm. chat to her about this because I want to know to what extent she goes to.
0: She doesn't put perfume on. She only puts coconut oil on. She doesn't have after, um aftershave. She doesn't have deodorant. She wears like a vegan deodorant. Yeah. So. But I want to know where and how and how much because I would be down for it. Yeah. Well, I'll get her to get you one because I'm getting a a vegan thingy. Why have we all of a sudden started talking like this? I don't know, cause like now I'm like a wook, isn't it? <laughs> We're getting zen, yeah, on the potty. I'm I'm getting so zen. Uh, Then she said, um, give up smoking uh, and don't become alcohol dependent. Um, Don't mask pain with alcohol. And a smile can go a long way with shiny eyes. (laughs) So big up Mumsy for that one. Well done, Sarah. Because we're only
1: 23. It's not really been that long since we've been 16, Mm -hmm. but it feels like so much has happened and we've grown so much. Like when you're that age, you do believe that you're like an adult or you just want to be an adult and you try and do everything and be everything to be that adult that you think you are. But really you don't need to worry about who you are. You just need to enjoy life. And now I'm 23. I'm making that happen.
0: Yeah. And I think when you get older, you start to care less about what people think. So when you're young, you're so transfixed and you're like, oh my God, I've got to behave this way or I've got to speak this way to certain people. Yeah. Or you can't be your like authentic self. Whereas now I just think, fuck off.
1: <laughs>
0: Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if you don't like me. Piss off.
1: Yeah. There's the door. Yeah. Yeah. Think
0: about alcohol dependence, and what really hit me is like in masking your pain with alcohol because my mum, she said something to me she, she said like she never faces her fit. well, she does now Um, but she never used to like face her fears because she'd get really pissed and then the next day she wouldn't have to think about all the stuff she's going through because yeah. she's just trying to get through the day Yeah. and like get through the hangover
1: and then it just becomes a habit. And even when things get better, you're still dependent on that thing because you've been so used to doing it every single day that there's no mm-hmm. point. Well, you don't even think about the point in not doing it. No. But yeah. it's so toxic. Like, I've even been thinking since you've been away, like, the bloating of drinking. Yeah. Like, it's so it bad.
0: So bad.
1: Like, I've ever since bank holiday, I feel like I've ruined my body. Like, all yeah, them bank holidays in May. <gasps> bugged us up yeah. like we're buggered after that yeah. i was feeling so good I, know. I literally was low riding i've never rode low, low riding ridden and this. now she's high riding <laughs> because she's fat i've never low rid in my whole life I know. low low road low wind um but yeah no one thing i did which was the same but sort of different i just masked my feelings and any problems that I had as growing up just by smoking weed. And it's maybe, well, some would argue it's worse than alcohol and others wouldn't. But for me, it didn't suit my personality. And it just turned me into this creature. Like we look back on photos now and I'm like, some people obviously look bad during puberty, but like I obviously heightened that by being stoned and fat. Obviously, we didn't fully grow up because we still was enjoying the first stages of uni. And we grew down.
0: We grew down. We
1: went low down. Low down deep.
0: I also spoke to one of my besties at work who, he's just an absolute gem. And this is what he said that he'd tell his 16-year-old self. So, number one, stop going for the puss and go for the dick. Don't put too much pressure on your friendships because... They'll forever be changing, supposedly. Maybe um, school isn't everything. Keep doing those odd jobs because um, it will like really improve your commu- communication skills. Don't rush growing up. Don't lose your innocence too young. Stay a virgin for as long as possible. <laughs> ignore the bullies. Oh, this is the best one. This is yeah. This is, this, this is yeah. But this is a joke. Sorry. So ignore the bullies because you'll look back at them. Um, and basically his old bully, who used to call him like homophobic slurs in the common rooms, um, 10 years ago now sends him videos of him wanking <gasps> and Ugh. whispers into the mic, fuck me. Ugh. And he works at his local Wilkinson. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, Suck out, bitch. Fuck out, bitch. Stop. Can I just interrupt you there? <sighs> Do not want everybody
1: to love you. And do not think that everybody has to like you on that note, because mm-hmm. honestly, if I could have told myself that, I would have been so much happier. And like, I used to have like 20, 30 th- friends at school, cause I had quite a big school. And now I've got like a couple of mates. Yeah, I've still got a lot of friends, but like close mates, I've only got a few that I see regularly. Mm-hmm. And it's just so
0: much easier. Yeah, I ain't got time. I literally do not have time. I've got one friend. There she is. Sat right next to me. Ain't even got time for me at the minute, I tell you, I haven't seen her for two weeks. <laughs> no no no. I have many friends, yeah, but not a lot of time. Stop trying to hide the fact that you're gay because in ten years you'll still um you'll be converting all the straight people. That was the last one from my man. Um I think it's really important not to hide who you are and your sexuality or you know you have to just be you trust me
1: trust me dog i'm sweating i'm sweating (laughs) it's
0: like 28 degrees today
1: so some of our listeners have messaged us and one dm'd he would like to be more cautious which i think is so important meaning around money so like not being too generous to certain people and letting it backfire to himself um be careful who you hang around with because you might get influenced for example i was when i was young yeah influenced into doing stupid shit like bloody shoplifting and that um (laughs) (laughs) yep she's a shoplifter you heard it here first (laughs) all my clothes have got holes in um And yeah,
0: so I thought that was a, that was a good point. Yeah. Mm, I think it's really important to be like who you surround yourself with is going to lead to who you become. Yeah. Like for me, I live with two professional athletes and they're <laughs> fucking great. At, what are you laughing at? <laughs> for me, I live with two professional athletes. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and like, yeah, it just makes such a difference. You know, having people like that around you because you yeah. just big each other up. Like my housemate, he's just won tour of Albania. He just come straight back from Mauritius, um, cycling. They're both professional cyclists. And the other housemate, she has just cycled from Scotland to Manchester. They're you know? cool. So they are cool. They're fucking sick to be fair. So it's really important who you surround yourself with, and you know, just I think. If I can give my younger self any advice, I'd say don't go into a corporate job like I am now. Oh my God, a thousand I'm a percent. I'm not in a rut because, you know, but obviously I just want to do music. But it's just, these are, it, this time in your life is so important. You should be trying different things out. You need to be traveling. I guess you do it as a life. stepping stone. Like in my gap year i did it
1: and it's just confirmed for me that i never want to do it so i would never regret that or tell myself not to do that because i trial i trialed it for like six months (laughs) and i got the fuck out of there yeah so it's just it's something i'm definitely not gonna do
0: it's just like you know your brain is in a really important time so you need to like keep learning and keep learning like Sponges. Yeah, exactly. So if you're yeah. in a nine to five job you're pretty much like doing the same shit all the time, aren't you? Yeah. So that's boring. no go. Boring, boring. No go. And I would say to my sixteen year old self, dump him. <laughs> oh, seriously, dump him. Yeah.
1: If I didn't tell her, then everywhere bastard did.
0: Yeah. But I'm not going out with fucking idiots anymore. Mm. Nice people only. Um, another one of our listeners said the worst and best
1: is yet to come, which is interesting because when you're at that age, you think that, say, if you had a fallout of your mate or like, I don't know, something similar that it's literally the worst thing in the world. But like, as you grow older, like this year has been pretty shit. And like, it's made me realize even more so who I am as a person yeah my
0: interpretation of that is that you know when you're in your 20s you go through a lot of stuff people around you start becoming older you're going to experience loss you realize so much more
1: like from a person who comes from a white family Mm. the low level of racism that i've dealt with is like so lucky and I was only saying to my mum the other day that like I feel like that's going to become more profound as I go through life really. and like you never can accuse or assume and because I'm from a white family I'm luckily not one to straight away assume that somebody is being racist for like mm. a reason that someone who's like quite well involved in their culture might do Yeah. but as I'm getting older I have seen some like waves of it and I'm thinking well exactly like The best and the worst is yet to come. Mm. It could um, give me an advantage in life, but it could also disadvantage me. And why do you think you'll experience it more? Um, Well, in the world of work. Yeah. In relationships. Mm -hmm. In general day-to-day life, walking down the street. Yeah. Like, it does bat into my mind. Like, sometimes if I'm walking in a very white prestigious area, mm-hmm. if you smile at someone, genuinely, they sh- generally they should smile back. Yeah. I mean, obviously you get the odd bastard that doesn't and that's fine. But like, sometimes it does twig into my head for like one second, like, hmm, are they not yeah. smiling at me because yeah. I'm in their white prestigious area? Yeah. Because my family worked their fucking asses off to enable mm-hmm. me, push me to get there.
0: Yeah.
1: It's interesting. And, like, even my mum, who is my mum, and, yes, has been out with, like, my black father, was so alienated to this conversation. And it's not a level of ignorance. It's a level of innocence because she just had, like, no idea that I would ever have to experience something like that. Because Mm -hmm. she doesn't even perceive me as black. She's viewed me as, like... yeah, understandable. I get, but like, it's more so. She sees me as mixed race, and like, I wouldn't get any, of this, violation or abuse mm. and blah, blah blah because I've been brought up in a white family and I'm majority white and whatever. Like,
0: yeah, and of course she won't fully understand that because she has the no. she's white and she and she couldn't even comprehend why I would think that someone
1: would think that, or like why I would think that, say, if I was doing an online interview for weeks and weeks and weeks and I got down mm. from 20,000 people to then six people in a boardroom, mm-hmm. why they might say, oh, I'll pick her and her and her and leave me out because I'm black. Yeah. And she was like, why would you ever think that? And I was like, what, really? what do you she mean? not think- Yeah. And I was mm. like, oh, okay. And I said, like that is somewhat a level of ignorance because yeah. you've never had to listen and i was like oh I should watch this program like i yeah. watched and blah, blah blah and she was like okay like. it's yeah it's privilege isn't
0: it yeah
1: but a lot of it is innocent yeah yeah of course and a lot of it is being uneducated yeah but i feel people need to especially like f- for example my mom like she's gonna get more involved in that as I become more aware, she'll become more aware. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree.
0: Yeah. But that's deep. It is, <laughs> no, it is. It's very true. It's like a really, And like, yeah. I'm quite relaxed with it, right? And it, Yeah, you are. Incredibly- so like, I went
1: to school as a young girl, like with not many black people, and like, I never really had any problems. Like, I, all my mates were white, and we just all hung out together. There was no problems at all. But like, I would definitely try to educate myself if I look yeah. back yeah. and try to educate myself more because that was something, one good thing I got, about, got out of my ex-boyfriend is that he did educate me on it more.
0: Yeah, it's really important, isn't it? Yeah. Because even some things,
1: like for example, if I'd be pulled and stuff in the police when I'd be yeah. um, in London by the police, yeah. I would be so unaware as to why they're pulling me. And then I speak to a person of color and they say the same story. And like, yeah, obviously any, everybody's stories are different and everyone's journey is different. But like, it's sort of, as I become more aware of my culture, I then realise, oh, maybe that was because of that. And yeah. I was so ignorant myself
0: and so innocent myself that I didn't even yeah. realise. It's still a huge problem. And sometimes when I'm in an environment like I work in advertising, it's very white white males yeah even well. like love island love island in advertising it's like that even when i was um in Rhodes in greece it's like all white people yeah and it generally makes you feel uncomfortable mm. um so i think it's really important to to talk about it and to to educate yourself on it and also you know someone you know who's white to understand your privilege and recognize that is also really important yeah true um but yeah it's it's bad and it is like sub people are subconscious i think some a lot more than others i think our generation you know there's big movements with you know um black lives matter and and there's a big movement for like um you know supporting trans and yeah and i went to gay pride the other day woo (laughs) (laughs) love that
1: it was way better in bristol by the way so big up bristol
0: oh i didn't even
1: know that you went there yeah i went in oxford and it was so fun just because i went with my friend and her dad and like we had a lush time we went punting on a boat oh my god it was
0: so nice but um bristol do it better bristol always do it better it's coming up soon i think it's in july and i'm gonna go and watch melody yeah, let's yeah. go. <laughs> She's playing on the Christmas um, yeah, on the Christmas steps. So, we've got to go and watch them. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, come
1: on. Let's do it. But um what else was I going to say though? I was going to say also, it's important for as well as white people have supremacy, for those black people to not then judge and be racist towards white people on that supremacy because I feel there's a lot of because they're trying to protect themselves and they're feeling vulnerable, they attacked white people when there's no need. And like, I think that it works both ways. It's gotta be equal. If you want that level of res- of respect, you've also got to give that respect. Yeah. Obviously it's like unequal balance, yeah. but like if you want that to rise and equalize, then mm.
0: you've got to like, you know? Yeah but I mean, I can see why. Yeah, but in due time, in like... Of
1: course, yeah. Not in time, but like, you have to give reasoning. Like, there's got to be reasoning behind it. You can't just assume. Mm -hmm. Like, say, for example, if I didn't get a job and you got it, Mm -hmm. I couldn't be like, going up to the boss, like, (laughs) like... Wow. Do you know what I I mean? mean, Yeah.
0: Because that's, you can't assume that. Like, you could have been better at the role. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get, w- I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's yeah, it's it's a difficult one. Um, to, it's it's difficult to approach and comment on. Yeah, that comment especially. Um, for me, <laughs> she's like, edit that bit out. <laughs> no, no, keep it in, keep it in, because you know that's what. Like, I get what you're saying totally. Yeah, but um, yeah. Mm.
1: So Miracle Morning talks about how you can wake up a couple of hours before you usually would and get in the shower, cold shower, meditate, script, so like write in your journal, write down all your thoughts and feelings, affirm, manifest, whatever you fancy, and just have that time in the day to be by yourself. This works especially for like people that are in families that even sleep with their partners every night, just to get out of the room and just be completely alone. And you might even wanna like play meditative music. And since being diagnosed with MS, it's something that I've really focused on every single morning, even if I wake up a little bit late. So like these kinds of people, like people like really, really successful people for like Steve's jobs and uh, Mark Mark Zuckerberg, if I could talk. Um, have been so successful in by doing this. And a guy called Wim Hof, a lot of you probably Maluk. heard of him, a little guru from the Netherlands, has also inspired me to have my cold showers every day to reduce inflammation, regulate my cardiovascular system and meditate. And I've not felt so stress-free since forever. And mm-hmm. I'm getting my shit done. Yeah. I just want to achieve stuff and just enjoy every single day and just have no fucking anxiety. And I've mm. never felt so good. So, if I could tell my 16 year old self anything, it would be wake up and fucking meditate because it's yeah. so good. And it's I would advise anybody yeah. to do it.
0: It helps you be like actively present as well, doesn't it? Exactly. And then when you're journeying, you can also like set your affirmations. which is so important to do i think and it's also really lovely like i look back in my journal and um all my affirmations are like coming true wow so it's really nice that's so important it's really good and yeah just fucking if you're 16 bloody have a good time don't abuse your body don't worry about other people. I mean,
1: experiment.
0: Do things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Experience life. Yeah.
1: But just don't go
0: overboard. I know. Don't seize your layer.
1: Bloody I hell. Know.
0: Next week, we're going on holiday. Yeah, we're going on. we go going back Drops to Blackie's mate. Going to our favorite place in the world. I know. Yes.
1: So our next episode is going to be about sex, masturbation and fingers. sorry
0: sorry simon sorry (laughs) Sorry, simon you just finger blasted me (laughs) again (laughs) again five times with your (laughs) toes. right see you later you lot thank you so much for listening and see you next time